The mares in black celebrate diversity, inclusion, equity, and respect in the model horse hobby. In upholding the stories and accomplishments featuring people of color, the LGBTQIA community, people with disabilities, and other systemically oppressed populations, we seek to strengthen our community through empathy and understanding. Different perspectives and experiences make this hobby a richer place. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Mares in Black, episode 110, the show flow that is all about Stephanie Blaylock. Yeah. Yay! So, I am your co-host, Jackie. I am joined not only by my hetero life partner, Heather, Me. but also the fabulous Stephanie Blaylock. Thanks for having me. I'm welcome, excited. Steph. We're excited Thank to have you. you. We are excited to have you. I should have had you earlier. You're one of my yeah, earliest, fun. earliest, most bestest friends in the hobby. Aw, so nice. Uh, yes. What day is it, y'all? It is. It is November, Tuesday, November 21st. 21st. We're going into Turkey Day and Turkey Day weekend. Oh, Lord. And the yeah. celebration of an event that probably didn't really happen the way we were it, brought the way up we were to taught. understand it. But yes, you know, we can still eat some turkey and it's a ritual sacrifice with pie. Listen to your Trumpy uncle at the dinner table. Um, Cheers. <laughs> so uh, what's going on, Jax? We uh, haven't talked in a while. On? Yeah, what's been up I with know. you? Uh, I went to four cons back to back, which was <laughs> a not lot. Best, a lot. <laughs> not, well, I mean, in my defense, like, I didn't realize they were stacking up that way. Like, one entry I bought a year ahead of time, one was six months ahead of time. And then I sat back and went, oh. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, but I I did all four of them, came through just fine. Uh, started with the really big one, which was New York City Comic Con. Did all four days, had a blast, got some good pictures. Uh, then went to a really tiny one that was at a really fun venue. Like, I don't know I could pull off a model horse show in it because the way the the rooms were broken up. Yeah. But it was a fun venue. Um, And then went to two medium-sized ones that were, I had a good time. And cool. I'm on a break. I will probably, I have a con. There's one in New York City next weekend. I'll probably just go one day. Um, I'll go throw in at the con, at their contest because the first prize is $500. Nice. Why not? Yeah. I probably won't win, but why not? <laughs> no. To heck with it. Yeah, to heck with it. And I'm working on a new thing, new costume, uh, and, which I'm hoping to have ready for Katsukon in February. Nice. Yeah. That's what I'm up to. Um, I have been working and getting COVID. Not the best move, Heather. So, like, so the irony, and Jackie knows this, the irony yeah. of me catching COVID is I either caught it one of two places. I caught it at a hobby dinner on the Saturday before, or uh, I caught it at the Colorado Speakers, Speaker Series, which, which is this uh, deal that they bring in uh, policymakers and you know, uh, political figures and stuff like that, um, to give like an hour and a half speech, you know, Bill Nye, mm. the science guy is the next one. This time oh. it was, uh, Anthony Fauci. 
Dr. COVID himself. So Dr. COVID gave you COVID. So the the fact that I got COVID at a, at a, at a Fauci talk was super ironic. You should have seen the protesters outside. Oh, I bet. Banging their gongs and loudspeakers, waving flags. Moderna killed my mother. Did you, did you bring a tube of ivermectin? I did not. So it's just so bizarre to me because that's what we worm horses with i'm just like i i, I use like look i had a brief period was because i use it a lot at work because i deworm everything with it um and i was like i'm gonna hide this because i have the injectable the cattle yeah dewormer because it's injectable um i was like i am gonna hide this because i don't trust anybody <laughs> and i and I need this drug almost daily. <laughs> right. Like, I don't need anybody hijacking I, this for their grandma. I don't need anybody hijacking my ivermectin to kill themselves with it. Thank you very much. By the way, ivermectin and toxicity is a lot of neuroscience, and it is not a good time. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't take horse warmer, people. Please don't. Don't take it. Anyway. What are you been up to, Steph? We just did the Circle C show. I saw. How did that go? It was fantastic. We were a novice-friendly show this year. Really tried to bring in new hobbyists. I didn't know probably 75%. Oh, maybe 65% of the people there. So, yeah, it it was great. And the Girl Scouts had programming. All these little first-time painters. Um it's fantastic. Raised like eighteen hundred and fifty dollars. Awesome. Yay! Sweet. Congrats. Yeah. yeah, I saw Maggie and Amanda and uh and Leslie and all the, the North Carolina crew was there, so that was great. Yeah, we had some mentoring going on, um, had great support from local North Carolina crew and yeah, it was a great show. We're gonna take a break next year. We've done so many different types of shows. I think Beth and I are just exhausted and need <laughs> mm-hmm. a Having a show off, is so. Yeah. It, it's a lot. Yeah. Good. I don't know why I'm doing two now. I'm stupid, I guess. Yeah, dedicated. <laughs> dedicated to my dedicated. hobby. Dedicated to my hobby. Yes, yeah, right. Uh we need your nag brags and your um uh up and coming artists or something you know you want to talk about out there that's not a sales post you can uh email jackie at jackie at marysandblack.com and she will get it up on our social media so that everybody can be happy and see your stuff yeah 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 Uh, so no new countries i see nope we got that big spate and we haven't had any new ones since so i guess we're good for a while yeah yeah um, oh, well. As we said, we have the marvelous Stephanie Blaylock here with us, who is um, who is an obviously high-profile artist in the hobby and um, all-around cat lady. You're making me blush. I don't know if it's yeah. the, the <laughs> art or the cats. I'm not sure. <laughs> and we'll be yeah, we'll be not, talking to her going? in depth uh, later about her her hobby and real horses and her cats. working for Briar and cats, cats, cats. all right we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with the news the mares in black would like to thank our herd nerds allison paris andrea brigadier 
Ann Field, Ann Hudson, Atticus Jolly, Beth McCarley, Bree Cundiff, CJC, Chris Walbrook, Claire Close, Cynthia Wyatt Briley, Sarah Marlowe, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Boardway, Gail Berg, Grace Bachism, Grace Walmer, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, Jamie Rote, Jamie Stein, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson, Julie Ward, Karen Beeson, Kate Dwyer, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Carrie German Johnson, Kira Matrajek, Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Espink, Madison Parkinson, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Melissa Addison, Melissa Loritson, Rebecca Wilson, Robbie Ramirez, Sarah Hampson, Susie Graham, Tegan Davis, Teresa Bazell, and Tiffany Bright. The Mayor's Thank You. And we always start with Mayors and Black News because it's our podcast and we enjoy abusing our power. Yes. Um, anyway, we have Patreon and you should come hang out with us on Patreon. And you can find us at patreon.com slash Mayors and Black. If you search Mayors and Black or Model Horse Podcast on Patreon, I guarantee you will find us. We are an sure. island. Come join us. We are. Come join us. We have a good time. We have a really good Discord, which is like the baseline perk. Um. Yep. And it's good times. Yep. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Namsa is back at Clarion, which I know people are going, what? The very first Nan in 1995 was held in the Holiday Inn Ballroom, everyone. I was there. Uh, It was two days. It was like jam-packed. We got to know each other really well. Um, And it ran very late. In fact, the first night of the first Nan, Ran so late that at like 11 o'clock, they were like, you know what? We're going to start the show tomorrow an hour early. And by this time, many people had already left. And those of us who were there rioted because we were like, you cannot do that after like half the show is left. You can't change the start right. time to an hour earlier. And uh, they begrudgingly agreed. <laughs> but anyway, it's going to be at the ballroom at the Clarion. And it is uh, New Day's. It is shifting back to Monday because I think the deal was if they wanted to have something at the Clarion, they couldn't have it on days. There are Briar events, us being one of them. Yeah, because the Briar events are going to be setting up on Wednesday and Thursday, so So they can't be in the hall on Thursday. Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before Briar Fest is Nan. Yep. Crazy. 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 Also, their trophy contest is going on right now. Yep. It's already close to entries, though. I, well, by the time is the it? podcast comes out. Yeah, I was going to say, I, like, I think it closes on Friday. But Yeah, whatever. so I didn't, like, I saw that and I was just like, we're not going to make it in time. And it'll no. just be something I have to cut. Like, be realistic. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So good luck to all those that entered. Yeah. Yeah. Now we, now we can get into Briar. Now we news. can get into the big list that's Briar. This is like the next half hour of the podcast. I'm joking. She is not joking, people. Not joking. So first off, let's talk about Briar West because I am yeah. running Briar West this year yes. for the first time, and I'm scared to death. Ooh. 
Don't be, you can do it, baby. I, I know baby. I can, but it's a lot of responsibility. I know, but I have, I have faith in you, baby. Um, we tickets have gone on sale for the shows and for the workshops. Um, there's open show obviously is sold out. It's sold out in two or three minutes, according to Cat McDermott. Um, the uh, the uh, youth not a show ha- still has spaces though, and Cat is keeping a waiting list for the open show. If you want to uh, get on Throw that in anyway, yeah. Uh, additionally, there are five workshops, two of which are sold out: Jen Constantine's um, Bones workshop and Shauna McDaniel's Polo Horse workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a two day intensive sculpting with Morgan Kilborn, uh, Southwestern looking baits with Sandy Sanderson and, uh, CMing, uh, a trace clip onto a model with Angelo's Junic. Nice. Plus we have stable mate painting. We're going to have a silent auction. Um, there's a little bit of a raffle, uh, all sorts of fun. There's stuff. a swap meet. There's a. A glossy version of uh, Harkness. H. Harkness um, that you can purchase. Oh, and we have the artist table. Stephanie's going to be at one of the yes. artist tables. Oh, sweet. And they'll just nice. be excited painting, about that too. Painting and Excellent. painting and working on their stuff, answering questions to the general public. Jackie will be manning the hobby table one day, and Heather Action yep. Lane will be manning it the other. Nice. Or you can just come out and buy model horses because. You can, because there'll be a lot. Because there would be a lot. And they get cleaned out early. Yeah. Like, they sell a lot of horses at Briar West. That's why they like Briar West. (laughs) That's why they like Denver, because why else would they put up with the weather? Yeah, but they've also moved it back uh, a month to to March. They've moved it to mid-March, so. Yeah, from mid-February. So I'm not going to be doing the... (laughs) Cats gone to Briar West run this year. Yeah, because you don't which, go to the Which was nuts. No, I'm I'm going to Catsicon, which I I okay, so what I don't go to because I go to Catsicon, I don't go to the Western Veterans. Yeah, that's what I was anymore. saying, that you used to go to the but Western Last Veter- year last year though, what we did was Catsicon was the weekend before Briar West. So I went to that, basically washed my costume and then came out to Briar West. <laughs> yeah, no, you and Tara were like Yep. <laughs> idiots idiots so i'm uh, glad i have a couple of weeks now <laughs> as we mentioned uh just before briar west has an sr it's uh been revealed it is a glossy version of hd harkness which is the new morgan mold by kylie parks mm. and it looks like a yummy piece of chocolate Oh yeah, I, I yeah, I can't wait. I didn't buy Harkness at Briarfest, and then I was like, oh, I should have done that. And then they're like, oh, here he is in Glossy. I'm like, oh yeah, hot damn, hot <laughs> damn. That was a choice. Uh, he is available to people attending only, but you can order him now if you are attending. Pick and pick him up there. You have to have a valid yeah. ID. And there are like 250 of them. 250. 250. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So Winterfest just broke today, and mm. it is an online event Briar is having for a week, starting December first. Um, there are two SRs that go with this uh, with this event. There is a um, a Dewinde that is. It looks like it's chalky light gray. Yeah, he's pretty. 
The one I'm freaking out about, though, is the Nicholas. And there's a Nicholas named Mouse. And yeah. It's liver chestnut with Christmas accoutrement. He's cute. He is cute. Like it's a pretty color as well. Yeah. Um, and there's also a ton of workshops to participate in at this. Um, let me grab the link real quick because. Yeah, it'll be it'll they're they're open till the end of till the end of December, I believe, is the, the workshop. So the workshops will be available for a couple of weeks. That'll be good. Yeah, that's smart. Because I'm getting my fancy holiday anxiety on right now. <laughs> Fancy holiday. <laughs> My fancy holiday. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Trino is available. That's the Duende. And Mouse, as mm-hmm. I mentioned, is the other horse. Um, and the workshops are, again, Shauna's popular. Happy Holo mm-hmm. Days. Um, the Holo Horse Dem uh, class. Holiday Barns with Summer Prosser. Uh, no Drill Carousel Ornaments with uh, Laura Rock Smith. St. Lucia Crowns with Trinity Honaker, mm. a.k.a. Infinity Briars. Mm. Uh, I don't know how to say this. Mary Ludes. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Mary Lude. Mary Lude. Uh, it's in Welsh. Yes. <laughs> so uh, there's no vowels. <laughs> uh, Christy, Th- you think I'd know it after watching Welcome to right. Wrexham, but... Uh, Christy Thiessen's leading that class. Uh, paint pour ornaments by uh, Kristen Cermelli. Candy cane zebras with uh, Tegan Davis. And holiday etched decos with Lauren Hofer. Nice. So that That's is going to be a good up. time. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. So mark your calendars December yeah. 1st. Yeah. Watch it. Do it. All right. So we are starting to get the uh, Briarfest 2024 onslaught yep. starting already. It never um, stops have, now. It's like there's it never no breaks. Stops. There's, there's a, like a weekend. Um, anyway, <laughs> the Against All Odds Celebration Horse has been revealed. And it is a, ch- a chestnut paint mare um, by the name of Athenian Lady. And she started out like in a... Was a skinny, raggedy-looking thing in the middle of a pasture, and now she is—I forget what discipline she is. Oh, Western dressage. She is now a champion Western dressage horse. So this is my preferred Western discipline, if we're going to be honest. Um, but uh, the model itself is a Dundee in a chestnut pinto with high white socks on the back legs and a nice white belly spot and a a little blaze that kind of crooks off to the side of the face. I am a fan of Dundee, so I am I'm very excited to add this. That's to a, the, yeah, that's a really good celebration model. It is a very good celebration model. I remember when the celebration model used to be kind of a kind of a bummer. Mm, yeah. <laughs> kind of a bummer. You had to take it with the ticket. Like <laughs> please take a take a bunch of these that we had in the back. Yeah, like please. What do you think of the celebration model, Steph? Oh, I, I, I'm all for the rescue horses and I, I'm yeah. a huge supporter of Western dressage. Like I, I love the training, um, much more Western dressage than a Western pleasure person. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Same here. Are you going to ride your urban Western dressage? I know you've been doing English dressage. Maybe eventually. Um, it's hard enough to get the English down right now and I hate to take back Swap some of up. that board right. you know so yeah. yeah 
In more news, the Premier Club is out. The first offering. Oh, God. All the clubs. All the clubs. So the first one. Well, all but one. But (laughs) Which one? Vintage Club, I think, is sold out. Oh, yeah. You can't have Vintage Club. But they did uh, release a copy of the first release. Yeah, they teased it. Yeah. Um, So uh, uh, Raven uh, Maddock is the artist for the first set. It's a Marin Full set, which is interesting. Those the two sets are usually at the end. Um, but this is the beginning, and it is um, a dapple blue roan mare and uh, her tiger lily. Wait, do we know for sure that this is the first? Well, that's a good point. That's a, I don't think that we know that that's the first release. Well, usually that's what they, when they send a picture out, it's the first release. No, that's true. I it wouldn't think necessarily... they would release that now and hold it till the end of the year. It doesn't say that, though, so yeah. maybe it's the second one, so I I would just hedge my bets a little. I am I am going to go ahead and say since they released a picture, it's the first one, but I could be All wrong. Right. Um, so, so they're supposed to go with uh, with uh, Fireheart and mm-hmm. Tiger Lily's the mommy and Firestorm's the little buckskin blanket Appaloosa that's rearing. Can we talk about the paint job on this mare? Oh, uh, if that reads on the actual, if these aren't resins, right? That's the actual sculpture. I love Blue Run reverses. Reverse yeah, that is. I they've really never pretty. done a reverse a reverse roan before, so I'm excited yeah. to see how this will come out. Really cool. Both colors are mm. really really pretty. Yeah, I think she mm. designed the pattern too. Raven designed the pattern too. Uh, they were. I thought it was Lynn. Oh Cass- no, Lynn were, Castle color, Caldwell. I'm yeah, wrong. Lynn Castle Caldwell did the design the coat colors. Yeah, she does really amazing reverse apples. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. What's next? Next, the Stablemates Club. Woohoo! Um, they have their brand new sculpture this year is Augustus, who is a little round, drafty, three point pose uh, horse by Sarah McKevich Braining. I can see. In a silver bay pinto. Yeah, I can by see Stephanie already like, give me that. Give me that mold. Give me I, that mold. Yes. I'll tell you, I <laughs> saw this and I was like, I am, I can't believe how excited i am like because i have popcorn and zug and in those right. the, those little brown drafters she did a while ago and i'm like oh this is this evokes so. yeah he's super cool i like him he's very cool uh so both the premier club and the stablemate club have memberships available until december 31st for 20 20- yes to sign up so yeah well yeah you got to be a member of the collector's club first yeah and then you True. sign up for uh, those clubs, and there's like a hundred. There's a hundred dollar deposit for Premier, and I think a thirty deposit for Stablemate. But and you got to buy everything that they release. Excite, or they boot you, or they boot you, yeah, and they ban you, and you can't ever do it again. You can never. And, and they, <laughs> when you go to Briarfest, they point at you and make fun of you. They put your name off the big screen and say so and so doesn't doesn't pay their bills. <laughs> yeah. They don't actually do any no. of that. Cat, please don't come for us. <laughs> We're just being funny. <laughs> um, as Jackie mentioned, the Vintage Club is sold out, but we thought we'd talk about the first uh teaser release, which is um the Geronimo <laughs> the sculpture in this spatter. 
like old school Spattered what they used to gray. call roan yeah. i think that's supposed to be a roan because it's tighter pattern yeah and it's a nightlight heather it's a it's nightlight a nightlight. it's so cool I'm so excited and it's an led light light so it won't like heat up and melt the horse um and it's got some kind of like it's got a plate in it so you can like if you want to show the horse without the cord you can do that very exciting. Pretty we got awesome. music box this year. We're getting a nightlight this year. It's nice. Pretty nice nightlight. It is a very nice nightlight. Exciting. I don't know. Anyway, Good time to be a briar that, collector. The Vintage Club sold out like that. Like they, yeah, they let their previous subscribers get a first shot at resubscribing, and then they open up whatever's left over to the public, yeah. and that was like gone in an hour. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yep. Gotta be on. Gotta be ready. Yep. Uh, we also have the Briar retired list got released. Um, so we'll send a link to that in the show flow, so you can just go kind of take a look and. Yeah, there's. I mean, I don't think there's much that's really surprising here. Um, no. Uh, a lot of these horses have been out for a couple of years, so um, grab your. One of the really good ones are Theo and a you know. A DEHP and Winks, so grab those before mm. they're gone, and you have to go to eBay. Pay and you premium. gotta cry about it. Yeah, you could cry about it anyway. That's fine. Sure, but it's all right to cry. Isn't yeah, that what okay Rosie cry. Greer said? Sure. Did you ever listen to "Free to Be Me, You and Me" when you were a kid? I did not know. So they had a song on there called "It's All Right to Cry," and Rosie Greer okay. sang it. Who was a big black football player? I know who Rosie Green is, but that's about it. It's an awesome song. <laughs> I will take your word for it. It baby. was free to be you and me kicked ass. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not being I'm not being salty. I'm just I I I have no experience. That. <laughs> I'm that kid. Uh, okay, so Briar also had a uh, collectors club test run offering. Um, and it was a Chestnut's Classic Scale Black Beauty. He's actually very pretty. Yeah, I thought it was interesting they offered a classic, which made it a little more affordable for, for people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really, the color is gorgeous. Yeah, he's like from the late, 90, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, the Black Beauty. For that kind of like, yeah. look. But he's pretty. It was the Black Beauty from the classic set. And um, yeah. And the entries are closed, but I thought it was interesting to talk about it. Congrats yeah, to whoever won his cute little won butt. him. He's cute. We approve. Holiday plush. I love holiday, the holiday plush. Everybody, like, I have a big pile of them, and I can't keep my cats out of them, and it really bums me out because they like to pick them up in their teeth and drag them off. Oh, nice. But this is Dasher, and Dasher is a little reindeer horsey kind of thing he's cute he's cute he's got snowflakes on his butt and a nice little plaid scarf and uh some antlers and uh yeah he's he's very he's dope he is indeed i I will be getting one of these so the uh holiday blind bag sableites are still available apparently Um, i think they've had a lot of them this year yeah i still have an active buy now button um but set of four as a swirls and snowflakes is the name, and they are like a solid metallic-y color with a silvery uh either snowflake or flourishy kind of design on. But there we have the green walking thoroughbred, 
uh, purple metallic, the dressage horse and the extended trot, a red metallic jumper and a blue metallic. I think this is the driving horse. It's trotting. Um, they're pretty. They are pretty. They're in that st- kind of same car finish thing that the. Oh, that the Nicholas's that were the in, Nicholas's yeah. were. But then they've got that glitter flourish on them. Yeah, they're, they're very cool. Silver, silver or gold glitter. Um, They are very pretty. But, uh, and they are still log- available. Yeah. They are still available. Yeah. So log into your collector's club and go for it. If that is your deal. You should talk about the next one, Heather. I'm going to. So you do it. anyone that knows me knows that I'm absolutely addicted to the electric blue filigree color. I searched mm. high and low for years because I didn't get a Duende and I was too stupid to pay going rate right at the time, thinking it would go down. <laughs> And it didn't Wrong. do anything and go up. So I ended yeah. up finally finding a Benesque a couple of years ago. Thank you, Christy Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got the November Briar newsletter. And there was a little patch of electric blue filigree. And everybody freaked out. Um, but it was a really telling muscle. So me and Kristen Arendt were like, is it totalist? And I was like, I think it's totalist. And everybody was like, it's not totalist. And I'm like, it's totally totalist. Guess what? <laughs> so it was totalist. So um, they were, they're offering a lot more of the holiday horses. So they offered a thousand of mm. Vale. And I was actually lucky enough to get drawn. So Yay! he is, he just got here today. He's sitting in a box oh, in the living room. It? Yeah. Oh, you haven't opened him yet. No, because he the <gasps> the OPS man literally came right before we were supposed to record. Oh prepping. my god. So, so yeah, he's sitting out there waiting for me to open him. Well, congratulations, I just love this color though. I do too. It's a really mm, yeah. They could put that on anything. So there's there's um I'm kind of. There's this horse, there's the desk, there's the fold that came with the the Marin fold. It's the same yep. color. There's a blind bag uh, chase piece stable mate that this is the, in this color. There's mm-hmm. a Christmas ornament, I believe, in this color. And then there's the, mm. the edge case. And I wonder what people like the Kellys think of this. There's a huck that is kind of this color, but it's more purpley. I think his name cup? is Technicolor. The color shifty one? Yeah. But he kind of looks like this color, but more purple in it. Mm, I think he's... I have a Technicolor in it. Do you? I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't call this the same color. Fair. I don't have one, so I don't know. All right. Yeah, it didn't occur to me. I'm like, oh, there's a hawk? Oh, wait, no. Anyway, I'm super psyched to have Vale. Well, I'm excited for you. I also think it was interesting, all the people flipping their veils and asking, like, especially on eBay, there were ones up there for, like... Five hundred, six hundred dollars, and I was like, "This isn't a thousand-piece run." People no, get real. This, yeah, people aren't going to. This do isn't going to be a Benesque situation. I saw a conspiracy theory. I will not say where. Let's hear it. Like, okay, so I saw a conspiracy theory that was like Briar's algorithm for their random draw, which algorithm and random draw are polar opposites. That like if you buy the horses that you get you you get drawn for you get drawn for more and I was like wrong wrong it's a it's a random draw I love Totalist I buy a lot of them I did not get drawn for Vale you know and I I did get drawn for the last two I got Zug and I got uh, the Hamilton yeah so like you know 
random isn't what you think it is. It doesn't mean a different person gets drawn every time. It's random. And sometimes random can be the same thing three things in a row. I just don't understand why people have, like, there's no room for anything to just be bad luck or, you know. I know. It, it's somebody's, you know, somebody doesn't like you me know, and it's not, we are, you know. Well, we're, we're also a species that looks for patterns and sometimes there aren't any. Yeah. This would be one. The algorithm is a random number generator. That's all. It's not the same pool every single time. Different people enter for different things. I don't enter well, the for other every thing, single thing they offer. Right. The other thing, and we've talked about this before, in evidence of um, the events they have and, and evidence of how many people we see we don't know anymore that win raffle models. Oh, that, yeah. In these draws for these collector's club horses with limited availability, um, the, clearly the pool is a lot bigger now. There oh, are yeah, more the people playing in the pool. Bigger. So, I mean, just by virtue of it being diluted a lot more, people aren't going to get drawn as much. Oh, I yeah, mean, that's absolutely. just, do we want yeah, the hobby like, to grow? Yes. That's, yes. that's the downside a, of it. This right? is a side effect of it is, is the pool is not a little tiny thing where you can just get whatever you want. You can still get whatever you want. You just have to pay, pay more for it. Yeah. I mean, there's always the secondary market, but yeah. And I mean, I think his price on the secondary is pretty reasonable. So. Yeah, I haven't looked yet. I, I am not in a position to buy. I just got, <laughs> I just had to pay for uh, my Hagen Renegar Tennessee person, which was a chunk of change. Yeah, you know, he's, but he's gorgeous. Kind of, I can't wait to see him. Gorgeous. I'm so excited for him to get here. Um, you know, because you don't know really when they're coming up. You don't know what they're going to be price wise. And, uh, you know, it just it is what it is. I was like, OK, well, there goes my funsy money for a while. So but on- that's OK. He's going to be cool. There is a way to tell. Um, on Well, there's a way to tell approximately when you're coming up. Yeah. But and the price is a... when you order it. They they should tell you the price when they you order it. No, because like her issues with like sourcing the glazes and stuff has been a big problem. Uh... So, no, you don't necessarily know exactly what the price is. There's not a like I just ordered a taffy. There's not a price stated for the taffy. Mm-hmm. I assume that's going to be like you know five hundred dollar horse. Yeah, at least. Wing. It's worth it. Yep. It's worth, worth it. it. It's worth it. I'm very excited about my person. Stephanie, are you I, in the club? Are you in? I am. I am. I've been just trying to get all the Arabs and the stablemate mm. scale. Um, otherwise, I would go crazy. Yeah. Yep. Did you? Are you getting a person? Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, yes. yes, yes, yes. I'm getting a person. I'm like the second to the last name of the person list. So, yeah, I already have mine. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, and finally, sad, sad, sad. Yeah. So Cody's wish, uh, a racehorse. Um, I had not been following because I don't follow racing. So yeah, me neither. So I have been not been paying attention to this. So um, I guess this horse, Cody's Wish, was a racehorse, um, had uh, a a fan who uh, also named Cody that the horse was named after. Is that correct? Uh, I'm not sure. It says that the the Cody that the horse is named Cody is was a young man with a genetic disorder who met the horse as a foal. So I'm going to presume that the horse was there then named after the kid. Yeah, so the, uh, Cody went and won his 
Breeders' Cup race, and mm. the kid Cody got to see it, and then sadly passed passed away the next day. Yeah, um, had a medical event on the way home. But Briar yeah. is producing a Cody's Wish model um, on the uh, Carrick mold in Bay. So mm-hmm. I think that's really awesome. And there's a picture. We'll have a link to the story. There's a picture of Stephanie Maseko with the model and the actual horse. Oh, can I tell you? This reminds me, and I probably should have said it earlier. My New York Comic Con Briar story? No. You told me they were there. They were there. They would not say why they were there. So it was it was Stephanie Musenko, Kat McDermott, um Jamie. God, Jamie and Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa. I'm like the new girl, and I don't want to say the new girl. But they were there on Friday. I think they were, yes, they were there on Friday um, at New York Comic Con. And like Kat was low rolling uh, a Wonder Woman cosplay. Like, she had to like, she was like, well, I'm at work, so I can't like actually dress up. But you look at her and like, yeah, she's Wonder Woman. Um, so, I, and they, I knew they were there. So they were like, come say hi to us because we're about to leave. So they were there for like the morning of Friday. And I was like, hey, so what's going on? And Stephanie Masenko, one, super jealous of the indoor space, the Javits Center. Right. She's like, this is great. You can have whatever you're doing, rain or shine, blah, blah. And I was like, so what are you guys doing? And they're like, nothing. So They were just walking around? I don't know. I don't know. But what like, they, they didn't doing. have a booth or anything. They were just walking. No, around. they were just kind of, they were there in the morning because they were like, we're going to go out to lunch back in, you know, we hawk in and go home like that was because it was like right around lunchtime. They were right. like, if you're here, come say hi. And um, so I did in my full <laughs> link in your elf regalia, suit. my elf suit. Um, yeah, it actually it was really funny as I was like talking to them and like this guy like comes up and is like all like excited with his camera and like it's like, I think you have a. And I, was like, <laughs> and I was like i'm like hey he's like can i take a picture i'm like absolutely i strike a pose he takes his picture and leaves and he's like wow <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they were at near comic-con i have no idea why like but i was like oh that's very interesting what, Just, like, are, they yeah. what, is it what are they up to anyway that's good you saw you know it was fun yeah it was fun to see them it's always fun to see them uh stone that i think yeah i said that is all the briar news yeah, that is all of it <laughs> all of the briar news so stone has a holiday yeah holiday event so i think this is the second year they're having this they had it last year okay um and i talked to julia turner when and i talked to her about it and she said it was it was very intimate and it was a lot of fun so they're doing mm-hmm. it again this year um it's gonna be is it just online uh no, I think it it was I, I have, in person. I see an online events thing. Oh no, there's a holiday dinner. Yeah, they it. have a dinner and okay. they have an online they have an in person okay. shopping and uh then they have an online sales event and okay. I think that's Monday, but the Friday and Saturday yeah. is the in person stuff. Interesting. So I think that's a really fun thing to do. That is a really fun thing to do uh hr tennessee i'm back to hr tennessee fellowship we are going to fellowship we so are excited. going to fellowship are you going to fellowship I'm so excited steffi 
No, well, I, I'm not planning to. It's hard to get away and with uh, Briar oh. West and Briar Fest and you know, this is the day before. Well, I say the day before Briar Fest, the day before we start Briar Fest, which yeah. isn't the same as everyone else. It's not that far away either, Steph. It's in. It's not. It just adds more days onto the trip, and poor Bud's here feeding everything. Yes. <laughs> feeding everything. He's got 84 cats to feed. <laughs> so yeah, this will be the Sunday uh, before Briar Fest kicks off. The Sunday before Nan in Tennessee. Yep. It will be very pleasant to go to Fellowship, spend the night, and then hot foot it in four hours. I'm sort of excited about that, right? To Kentucky. Yeah, Saturday we'll drive down to Tennessee. We'll do Fellowship Sunday, and then we'll have a leisurely stroll into Kentucky. <laughs> Monday, I'm excited. We'll have to like eat lunch or something because we'll get there too early for check in. We can, yeah, as I say, we can we can sleep until like they throw us out of our right, hotel. right. Then we can go feast, and then we can kind of like meander. Maybe we can stop at some dumb roadside attraction. That would be fun. That would be fun. There are plenty on that I'm road. Su- I'm sure there's something with dumb like dinosaurs that are not correct although I, sure. I i've got a funny story i stopped yeah it, uh i had to stop and pick something up in a walmart a million years ago in a little tiny town um mm-hmm. when i lived in north carolina so i would i would go up to 75 and take it north yeah uh, and i don't think those people in that walmart had seen a stranger in 40 years because everybody <laughs> stared at me while i was walking around the walmart i don't know her. i was like who is she it was very weird. Wow. You're probably lucky you didn't get like abducted by the cult or something. Like Yeah, there was it might have been some snake charmers. You never know. Maybe he might yeah. They do some weird stuff up in the hills. Yeah, I say that's not <laughs> Um HR is also on Instagram now. HR Tennessee. Woo! It's the Hagen Renneker post. Yes. So go check them out. Go check them out. There is all kinds of ridiculously luscious things already yes and uh just so you know um the the newest offering that's still available from hr tennessee if you're a member is uh silver bay heather and uh its name is taffy it just got released it's freaking gorgeous so if you want a beautiful china hagen renneker heather from hr tennessee you need to join yes need to join it's like 34 bucks. Yep. Which it's reminds me, I'm going to have to start working on the annual say, soon. It's going to be that renewed. time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We have an entry from Wea. This we do. Around. We do. Uh, they have a special run. His name is Nicholas. Yep. And he is a standing, I'm not sure what breed. He's a Frisian. He's a shrinky. He's a shrinky of Brigitte's big Frisian that was very, very, oh, very popular. Okay. But you can get him in metallic gold or metallic Yeah, silver. he's in Christmas colors. Yeah. Uh, we is like shrinking a lot of her stuff, so super interesting. So it has subtle gl- glitter in the main tail, it says. I'd like to. So. Be, I, they're pretty heavy, so they, I don't think you can make ornaments out of them, but it would be fun if you could. Yeah. It'd be fun. You just set them on your mantelpiece. You have a mantle. I do have a mantle. They would be pretty. Though. It has Obi Wan Kenobi, our Lord and Savior, on it, as it should. 
Uh, moving into other, uh, we want to send our condolences to Mac and Vanessa, their uh, board of color. Mm. Bren passed. Uh, yeah. So that's sad, but they're ha- they're still having their raffle that they do every year for the Border Collie Trust. And this year, the prize mm. is amazing. Not that it's not always amazing, but this, yeah, one, this, this one's right up my nice, alley. Though. Yeah, I know. It is a beautiful uh, dapple. Is it bay? It's rose dapple gray, but he's oh, like okay. a dark rose yeah, gray. Yeah, it's, it's super early in the process, and it's a willoughby. So. Oh, I know. So I think it's two uh two pounds and fifty pence to enter. Yes. Yep. Um, which is probably four twenty-five in American money as it fluctuates. But, but yeah, um, buy a raffle ticket and you could win this horse. You could win this horse. This is a beautiful horse. It is a beautiful horse. You should try. All right, next up, Infinity Briar has tack kits. So Infinity Briar's always made like some fun stuff. Like I have a bunch of flower crowns I bought from them at one point. Yeah. Um, but they have a halter kit. They have a flower crown kit. Mm-hmm. Um, which the flower crowns are super fun and you should try them. Yeah. Just saying. I like their little ribbon halters too, are lovely. Yeah. I like too, she's got kit refills too. So once you buy the initial kit. You can just do a refill without buying the whole other kit. Right. Um, and there's tutorials. So this is a fantastic idea. And if you like making little things and stuff that's fun, you should check it but out. This would be great for anybody, especially kids, to get their feet wet making tack. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's it's like a ribbon halters. So they're, yeah. you know, they're easy. Yeah. Also, Trinity, we want want you to come on the show. So call us. Yes. Call us. Yeah. Give us a call. call. Us. Give us a call. Have your people. Send us a letter. Get, have your people get in touch with our people. <laughs> we'll have lunch. Yeah. Seafoam. Uh, mm. Melody Miller has been holding out on us. She finally released this wacko winged. Well, is it winged? It's. Been, no, it's, it's like beta. It's, it's like, like a beta. beta fish. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um got a big flowy mane and the beta fins and scales and some of them are just bones and they come in mix and match colors that you can uh custom order. And she has all kinds of new effects too that you can like glow in the dark or glow yeah. in UV light or smoke or glitter. I I I went and ordered, I don't even remember what I ordered anymore because I blacked out (laughs) like halfway through the process. But like, I get a medallion from Mel every year because they're always so. Yeah, they're crazy. Did you Uh, get one, Steph? I skipped them this year because I have such a stockpile of medallions that I'm never going to catch up. But these are funny because you don't have to paint these. Well, that's true, but I'll likely be painting some as commissions, and yeah. then oftentimes I trade. You know, I'll end that's up with true. some. See wheels I, and deals. Yeah, I, I do. Wraith, this is the last year for wraith. If you haven't gotten a wraith, Something I got a wraith. Happened. I love my wraith. I love my wraith. Also, my wraith has a big old moon. Yeah, mine is. Uh, I don't have the bat wing one. I have just the original one with her. I'm looking at her right now. She's cool. Her bones. Bones. 
Uh, there is a prepping 101 tutorial from Mindy Berg of Spruce Mountain Studios that she mm. shared. Um, it's a global Facebook link, so anybody can see it. Um, and it just steps through kind of step-by-step uh, -step without it being a video. So you can like put it up and have it static on all the right. steps she goes through to prepare a model before she paints it. Talks about, uh, you know, the seams and scrubbing all the, the mold release stuff off the horse and um, just, you know, I think a lot of people are intimidated by prepping. Um, and really it, all it is, is just keep sanding the damn horse until your primer looks good. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's not incorrect. Stephanie, uh, you did, a, a you did a tutorial on prepping one time, didn't you? Did. And I, nobody hates prepping worse than me. And the biggest treat that I ever got for myself was teaching a friend how to prep and she loves it. And she does all of my prepping now. and. We trade out paint work, finish work for prepping, and I'm happy and she's happy. Greatest thing I ever did. <laughs> did you do? Sucker your friends. I love it. I did. Don't tell it's her not, though. It's not, it's not okay. It's is she not a hobby per, is she's a hobby person that you suckered? She is. I also yeah. um, introduced her to the hobby and now she's um she's been in it a couple of years. She's doing some shows. Yeah. I'll shout out to Summer Papori. Yeah, some people like this. some people love that. There are some people who really like to have yeah, repetitive, like, turn your brain off kind of work, right? I'm, I'm not one of them, but there are people. She who swears don't. she loves it. I don't understand. <laughs> so next up, we have. Uh, I read this when you sent me this link, and whether Maeve intended it to be a parody of a scientific paper or not, I don't know, but. One, it's a good analysis. It's a decent analysis. Yeah. Two, if you read a lot of scientific papers, it's it's very hilarious. Like the abstract starts off with, first of all, I can't believe I'm willingly sitting down to write an abstract because no one does that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just, I don't know. I just, I found it. I there's a yes, huge value to funny. it for me. Yeah, it's very funny. On top of being very informative about like. Her the the basically the the outcome of the paper is uh she went to model horse sales pages and like looked up a bunch of sellers and was like who ships internationally who doesn't and that the, the the gist is most people who are not Americans will ship internationally most Americans will not or some of them will charge an extra fee and like she's like that's not okay because like. Yeah, the custom storm is a little bit of a pain in the butt, but it's not. I, I've now filled out a lot of these. It's not that much of a pain in the butt. No. It takes maybe two minutes. If you're using pirate ship, it fills it out for you. Yeah. Um, You know, it's not a big deal. It's just like, you know, I would you know, have whoever you're sending to pay shipping and insurance just like you would in America. Um, It I'm is more expensive, but if they're paying the shipping... It doesn't matter. I mean, the only time we had a problem shipping internationally, just as the mm -hmm. podcast, is during the pandemic when Australia closed oh. up shop. And yeah, we couldn't get anything into Australia. Yeah. And mind, now there's you know. something weird going on with France and Germany about tariffs and sending. So Germany has a whole thing about like they want their package, your, whatever you're sending in there needs to be like 
environmentally conscious. So there's certain kinds of packing material you can't use in, if you're shipping to Germany. Is what I understand about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, even inside the EU, Germany's like, everybody's like, ooh, Germany's kind of wacky. <laughs> I'm, sure there's, I'm sure Vincent right now is screaming at my inaccuracies and will be sending us a hot email, but that is my understanding yeah. of the situation. <laughs> Cha, yeah. Uh, at any rate, it's a breakdown of how, uh, you know, how the international versus uh, not shipping America. international. And, yeah america and please please <laughs> people like help help a brother out and ship the stuff yeah like i mean i shipped a horse to italy and it was not a big like the person contacted me and was like would you and i was like i will but like you have to pay the actual cost and they were like that's fine the other thing is there are several people in this country that are touch points that will mm-hmm. you can send the horse to them and they'll ship it because they oh, yeah. ship for hobbyists over in uh australia the uk and europe yeah. all the time so yeah so that is an, also an option and it's european not, hobbyists it, have money so you know yeah sell them your stuff i mean get you know it's cool it's fun to import it's fun to have it's fun for me to have like occasionally an import export business with plastic <laughs> like i don't know why but I'm like, oh yes, I'm this big dealer where I ship internationally. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Have your little fantasy. <laughs> Box Glory oh. reads bad briar reviews on Amazon. I had an ex an out of body experience watching. I laughed yeah. my butt off at this. It was so funny. It was so funny. I don't know what else to say about it without spoiling yeah, it. So like, yeah, you really should just go, just there's go a, watch it. There's a link to it on our blog. Yeah. It's, it's, trust it us. is hilarious. It's hilarious. Poetry is so funny. You'll, you'll cry. Like, and finally, finally, Zebra Strap yes. Studio is having a zebra class. In, yes. Let's see. It's in January. It's a five-week class on Zoom. It's $300 a person. If anybody knows Tegan, and Z- Tegan Davis and Zebra Step Studios, they are one of the premier, you know, pr- primitive and zebra painters in the hobby. Um, it's available live and recorded. And you get a Stablemate Zebra Revison with it. Nice. That is awesome. That is awesome. Anyway, there's a link to uh, the post on our blog, and you can contact Tegan if you have any questions. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to chat up Mrs. Stephanie Blaylock. Then we're going to harass Stephanie. Harass Stephanie Blaylock. Harang Stephanie. Ready. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. We'll be right back. The Mayor's in Black Podcast. All right, we are back to uh, interrogate Stephanie Blaylock. Yay! Yay! Um, Stephanie Blaylock does have a studio name. I think I may be the only person on the planet that knows it. Do you want to tell me? Sure, it's um, Brushwork Studios, but I rarely use it anymore. Just um, to avoid confusion, I just use Steph Blaylock or Steph Blaylock Equine Art or... You can just call me anything. <laughs> anything. 
that's a dangerous thing to let us know. Well, right. I think sometimes when you don't have your name attached to your studio, people get I, it confused. Yeah, I say you know? I do think it was interesting that for a while everybody had these crazy studio names, and then everybody went back to you know like Mel Miller Equine Art or you know person name, which I think is useful because it gets confusing for me as to what like who is this studio and who is behind yes. it and. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, so, it's also yeah. more of a kind of a fine artist sort of mm -hmm. vibe that yeah. you, you yeah. use your name, not an alias for your studio. So, yes. and a lot and of I'm people really terrible. Oh, I'm, I'm really terrible with keeping up with a website. Yeah. And so, yeah. just being on Facebook and Instagram and using my name just seems easier. Uh, I haven't. I have a Stephanie Blaylock from the, I think, from the Nan auction when it was in Las Vegas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a while ago. I have 15,000 Stephanie Blaylocks. I like, still have them. I look at yeah. my, like my mini, I don't think you can see it here, my mini no. cabinet over here. You can sort of see it. Okay, Heather, yeah. you like bought it. the first one. I know I did. Oh my god! <laughs> like half of those in that cabinet are her. Well, um, I'm flattered. <laughs> so, okay, chicken and the egg question: Which came first, yeah. art or horses? Um, completely intertwined. <laughs> um, never had. Oh, good answer. Good answer. You know, never had horses until I was an adult doodled horses on every surface that i could get my hands on so i i just my parents never we never had anything growing up other than a cat funny now don't laugh yeah um, <laughs> went overboard there too i um, see I know. I drove my parents literally crazy. They used to offer me a quarter for every day that I could go by and not say the word horse. I seriously? didn't make any money. Uh, that was seriously a thing. Like I, I feel now for my parents. I mean, well, my mom is gone <laughs> now, but I just literally drove them up the wall. Um, but they did, they did buy me briars, and that was my happy place. Christmas and birthdays. That was always the go-to present to make stephanie happy mm. what was your first model uh man of war well i did get the family arabian stallion but i was very young and tried to ride him broke his legs fixed him with popsicle sticks broke him again so the first horse i took care of was man of war and i, that, I still oh, have nice. him. the traditional oh nice yes yeah yeah he has nice little um cotton and medical tape leg wraps on with i think some type of pin that was snapped off it's like <laughs> he still sports those he's very fancy <laughs> it's funny i have i still have my man of war and his leg by his tail broke where the tail attaches oh, and yeah. anytime i see a man of war that's broken they're all broken there oh interesting it's super weird um so you got briar horses for birthdays and christmas how did you actually find yes. the hobby at large um computer we got a computer in the 1990s some some point um and of course you know being a horse crazy person i was just kind of doing searches and came across what looked to be like real horses 
but they were not. They were models and they were um Tom Bainbridges and oh, yeah. Sarah Mays. Oh, yeah. And my mind was blown that yeah. they were models. I mean, I just could not believe what you could do with a model. Yeah. So, like, I know that you, when did you start taking art classes? Because I know you actually were doing art separate of, uh, like, you started painting horses later, I assume. But I know you were doing art yeah. in, like, high school and stuff. Yeah, I did. I did art in high school. I was an art nerd. It was just my happy place in high school. And then I went to school at GTCC for commercial art. And mm. then realizing I live in the, um, we're like in the furniture capital of the world, what commercial uh, artists did at that time. I'm, yeah. Well, at that time, the artists would draw furniture. And I'm like, this is terrible. Like, I cannot draw furniture. Um, for the rest of my life. So I didn't make it all the way through my, my commercial art degree. Then I got into folk art painting, which was how it was painting Santa Clauses and snowmen. And I did some work for Tom Clark gnomes. I don't know yeah. if you know all those. Oh yeah. I know, I know that. Yeah. Uh, I have painted a zillion of those. I can't even look at them anymore. And if you peel the felt off the bottom of them, there are artist numbers that are under there that um, it was like a cottage industry. You would go to the factory, pick up the boxes, bring them home, paint them, take them back. And I did that for a couple of years. Uh, what was your number? But then I used to do, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I know. I've tried to just watch that from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> I painted so many of those. Um, but then Bud and I, we used to, Bud would do woodworking and I would do the folk art painting and we would do um, Carolina Craftsmen, all just big craft shows. We'd take the girls, we'd hide them up underneath the table. Nobody would know that we had children underneath our table while we were vendors. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. You would bet, Bud. I know, that's how they school, grew up. Right? They used to think it was great. You um, and then when I got the computer... And discovered that you could paint horses that were already, you know, the sculpture was there. I was, I was super interested in that. So you and Bud met in high school, right? We did. It's a freak of nature. I know. But <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah, we met very oh, that's young. good. Yeah. So, like, did you reach, who did you meet first? Did you go to a show first? Did you reach out to, like, I know you knew Leslie pretty early on because she's the one who introduced me to you. I met Michelle Masters first. There was a okay. Briar Fun Day um, that was hosted somewhere. And I can't, I don't even think that store's in business anymore, but I went and the Briar Fun Days then used to be more adult friendly. Now they seem mm -hmm. like they're really for children. Um, and she talked about a club that she had, which was the Carolina Miniaturist mm -hmm. something. I mean, it's been it's been a long time. And so we joined that. My girls showed their briars that they had received for Christmas and birthday presents. And then that kind of just dipped me into seeing horses that were painted by artists. And I started painting with acrylics. And then when I met Leslie, I took a little mini clinic. Um, that she hosted at her house, and it was Lynn Raftus was doing oh a my gosh. clinic. Yeah, I mean, this has been a long time ago—twenty-five yeah. years ago, maybe. 
Um, and I was hooked, like, I, yeah, I was like, this is amazing. And we painted a stable mate foal. And then I took that stable mate foal to a show and did well with it. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And never looked back. Um, but Heather did actually buy my very first horse at a show. <laughs> she offered me at the end of the day. I like, I'm never going to forget it. Uh, she offered me at the end of the day. $50 for 50 the stablemate fall. for one of those And leaping, I was like, $50? Yeah. You should have seen her. <laughs> she was like, what? You're going to give That's me $50 awesome. for this? Yeah. And so I was just, um, I was so touched and I was so excited to have the sale. And I was like, oh, this might be, you know, this might be a pretty sweet deal. Maybe this me. will go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and it has. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to say, though, I felt like, um, I felt like for a long time, I was the only person that knew who you were, except for the locals, right? I feel like more than any other painter I know as accomplished as you were, um, after, you know, five or six years, your stuff was amazing, like super amazing. Um, oh, and nobody you. knew who you were. Like I was going to say, the horse I bought uh, that you did for the NAN auction in, in uh, <laughs> the NAN in Las Vegas, which was a hundred and 47 years ago right i think like i'm not that old <laughs> neither am i um but like i'm trying to remember when that was like i wasn't date dave and i oh so it must have been like 2006 2005 like I, like dave and i had been only been dating for a year because like i was like i have to go do this thing in las vegas and he's like oh can i come and i was like if you come to this you're gonna work it and he did, and everybody was like, "You should marry that guy right now." Um, <laughs> like, took a couple years, but uh, I th that's I bought a a spinnaker that you oh did. okay I still I still own him. And he wow, still does really, he I still he still does decently. His name is Bellagio. Wow, yeah. I well, still I, I still wish have... that. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I wish, you know, I've had horses out there for so long. I wish I could just magically redo all of them. <laughs> no, There's, he's perfect. He's like um, this Belgian blonde halflinger-y thing. I, love I remember him. Yeah. I still have my buckskin uh, spinnaker, and he, he just got ribbons at the resin show. Oh, that's amazing. Well, my style has definitely changed over the years but um yeah because you were I finally had, well i've just finally accepted here recently that i actually have a style yeah. <laughs> oh you totally have a style you've always yeah had you a style. definitely have a style yeah um, um, um yeah like i i usually uh i can clock who at least artists that I'm super familiar with, I can clock them without seeing who who painted or sculpted a horse, and I can I can always tell what's yours. I'm like, oh, that's a Blaylock, mm -hmm. that's a Mink, that's a Blaylock, that's yeah. a that's a Fraley, that's blah blah blah. Yeah, I said Kathman. Uh, well, I really like that. So, thank you. Who did you like artistically? I know you mentioned Sarah and Tom. Who else like? inspired you to start painting and who inspires you now uh, um, who do you really who who do you really think is amazing now well i've always been drawn even though this is a lot of flat work and sculpture um absolute mooring love um 
everything about the way she creates faces makes me just want to learn how to be more expressive in my painting. And of course, all of her molds, I'm really, those are my favorites to paint. Right. Um, and then I was able to get some of her sketches, you know, through the the sketch mm. sales. And I just, I can just stare at her style in awe of how she's able to cut, capture those expressions. Um, and then early on, Liz Boris, um, she just had oh, a way yeah. with doing flaybets that was, I'm going to, say organic because the way she did the spattering it just was patterned the way they fell you know and I there was something and some were little and some were large and I loved the way that that looked um instead of in in an effort where sometimes flea bits just become more patterned and they yeah. don't look as real like yeah. I I just loved that so she was one early on um and then Tom Bainbridge, I mentioned him, but his use of color that he uses in dapple grays, like some are warm tone and some are cool tone. And I was just always amazed that he could shift all those colors. So even now when I do a dapple gray, I think about um, doing coats of like burnt sienna very lightly on top, you know, to soften it mm. and warm it up. Um, and probably the biggest inspiration is Sarah. McKevich, her faces. I have just folders and folders of faces that she's painted. And not that I'm trying to copy them, but I'm trying to push myself to be able to create an expression in a horse the way that she does. And I mean, I'll never get it like she has it, but she just, it fascinates me the way that her and Maureen Love can can capture that. Like you see, before anything, you see the face and you think, oh, and then you're pulled in by the face instead right. of being pulled in by the body and then the face being a little sparse. You know, I'd rather be mm -hmm. pulled in by the face and the body be a little less. Yeah, I mean, Sarah, I get that. Sarah, to me too, when I entered the hobby, I think probably around the same time you did, I, when I got on the internet and I was like, I wonder what happened to my hobby, right? Because I used to get JH and do stud dams lists and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, 94, I was like, oh, holy cow. Um, <laughs> but that's when I saw Sarah stuff and Tom's stuff and Sarah's stuff was just mind blowing to yeah. me. Tom's stuff was so... His, there was a lady face that was dapple gray that I was just like, oh, just shoot me. I didn't know people. Because when I left the hobby, things were very kind of rudimentary, right? And then I was in high school and college and riding real horses and boys and, well, not riding boys, but. <laughs> you okay, Jackie? I think all, all those, I think all those works are timeless, though. Yeah. Like they're. They're each a style of their own that's never really been replicated. I mean, we have fantastic art. Well, we have art now yeah. that just is absolutely mind-blowing. But those are so timeless and classic. And I don't think, um, you know, those artists will ever be forgotten in the model horse world. Oh, absolutely. For not. what they did. Yeah. yeah. And what they still do. Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Sarah's, you know, she doesn't paint that much anymore, but she's still sculpting away. Tom is making all those beautiful chinas. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, who now, who, like, who's current that you're like, you're just like, oh, they're so good. I'll I want to kill you, them. <laughs> there are some Russian artists that I cannot oh pronounce my God. any of their yeah. names. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I, 
I follow them and I just, um, I don't, they have a style that's like fearless. Like I don't, I don't even understand. And these girls are young. Like feel like there the grandma is, watching. I, I agree because it's in the tap too. There's something about the Russian artistic, you know, aesthetic that is very precise and very mm, yes. highly, highly, highly detailed. Yes. And they there's just a spin they put like that one um the one girl that has done all those medallions that are just insane. Like mm-hmm. Blue uh, what's her name? It's not Blueberry. That's it's Amino. Amino. No, that's um, Animo. Uh, Animo is yeah. um Vivian Vidiana Dark and she's her stuff is nuts too, but I was thinking of um is it Bill Berry? Bill Berry, yes. Yes, mm. yes. Crazy. Blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's so many. Like I I I cannot believe the quality of artists that are producing horses right now. And it's it's a little bit hard to be an artist because there's so much available, you know, yeah. and it's just kind of an honor when somebody chooses to purchase something that you've put out when you know there's five thousand other things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but thank goodness we all have different styles and there's all different price points and you know, there's still something yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Um, but the sculpting, the sculpting now is insane. And the fact that Briar is getting all these new sculpting artists. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, into plastic. Like you can buy and, you know, for 50 bucks, you can have a resin quality horse to paint. It's just, it's crazy. For fifty bucks, you can have a Fraley. Yeah, I Who would I ever know think you could say that, right? And a mink, well, uh, and a mink, nuts. yeah, yeah, and a, a brow. So, speaking of Briar, you designed a color for them, a coat for the Premier Club. Can you talk about that a little bit? I did. I uh, I tried paint. I tried because I say this was my name, Opaimo horse, and he really challenged me. I tried to do the fading gray. Um, it was t- 2018. Um, and I didn't really feel that great about him until the end. And I thought, oh, you know, he turned out really nice. And I had a few friends mention to me about the best customs contest, which I had never much paid any attention to. I, I Things like that make me really nervous, getting critiqued in, bunch, in front of a bunch of people, you know. And yeah, um, But I entered him and... And I knew when I saw what was on the table, there was no way he was going to win. And and when he did, you know, I just emotionally lost it. It was one of my more embarrassing uh, <laughs> public amazing. spectacle of myself. But I was just so, I w- you know, it's like full circle. You have Briars as a child and now you've like won like Briars most prestigious contest. Or that's the way I looked at it. It was the most prestigious to me and um I, I don't it was a an evening i will never forget and it, oh, so is that awesome. what they wanted you to use for the the color on the the premier club horse or yes did they just come to yes. you and say hey do you want to design a horse no they they specifically asked for that color and they also asked for some more dark spots which they thought would um would kind of accent the mold 
um, mm-hmm. a little bit, which I like. So if you look at Vermeer versus my um, best customs horse, the best customs horse has more faded out areas and then Vermeer has more of the faded background, but the black spots overlaying. Yeah. Um, and I also thought, how are they ever going to do this? You know, how will they ever produce this and and make it, you know, something that can be done in a factory? But I'm going to tell did. you what. They did. did. Yeah, they did. And I when and I have all of them. They're in my cabinet. When they came and I unboxed him, I I was like, I cannot believe this. I just can't believe it. Awesome. So he has my heart and soul. Vermeer was really um if I only did one thing for Briar, and that may be the only thing that I ever am asked to do, but that that was it, like a Lippert Appaloosa on a Lynn Fraley. I mean, <laughs> <tell> me now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But then I I thought, you know, okay, I entered the contest a few more times and um, did not get picked. But then I got picked with a Maureen Love sculpture. And that was like a whole nother a whole nother thing because I'm like this is what I do I paint these Maureen Love sculptures and look at it on the table with all the modern molds you know and so that was like yeah. another another really and that was a vintage mold like it had you know Which all one the was bad that? Themes. I don't remember it was the Silky Silky Sullivan and I did mm. it as a semi leopard oh that's yeah, right I remember that um, horse yeah 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 and so that was a that was another magical moment and then when um, Liz Boris asked, as soon as Zafira came, I thought this horse needs to be flea bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll kind of do it in her style as an homage, you know, to just looking at her work when I was first into model horses. And um, and then that mold really came along well. And I thought, well, I'm just going to enter it. I don't think that it has enough to make it into the contest because it's just spattered dapples. It's not a hair by hair. Um, but I'll be, it made it in. And so I, like, I, I'm just incredibly thankful that I had three very different type horses um, make it to the table. So nice. That's nice. That's the highlight of. <laughs> of my of your my career? painting career yeah <laughs> when how long did you have to work to be comfortable with you with you yourself like I know artists are always developing so I don't want to say you're still not learning yeah. but when did you finally go okay I'm okay I'm okay with my stuff I think I'm a pretty good um, painter well, I, I'm an artist that's never really comfortable with my work which is why I keep so much of it uh, and I also like need this affirmation that it's going to show well. So I'll like paint a piece, show it. And then if it shows well, then I feel like, okay, I can sell this now. You know, it's like past the test. And I just think that's pretty silly of me, but that's just the way I operate. <laughs> that's just how you um, roll. Yeah, it is how I roll. I did start taking commissions maybe 20 or 15 years ago when I felt like I was pretty consistent with getting pastels down. And very quickly got overwhelmed with that. Um, had a bad burnout. And so mm. just last year, opened up my books for the first time in years. Because um, I felt like I could control the color fairly well. I was sele- I did a lottery. I was selective with the colors that I picked. But I will nitpick something to death. You know, like I'll just, I'll make myself crazy over it. And I, I don't know how to stop that. 
I just, it's just the way the mechanics of my brain. So yeah. I think in, in a way, I think that's how everybody kind of is because you get barn blind to your own work. Like when I design something and I, I can't figure out why I'm not happy with it, I put it away and I leave it alone for 24 hours and I come back to it. You know, no, I, I do the same it. thing and that's, yeah, that's very helpful. I do that. I'll set it aside for a while. I'll come back. I'll, I've even, um, typically what I'll do is I'll take cell phone pictures and I will keep working with the horse until I'm happy with the pictures because I feel like the pictures see things that I, that my eye doesn't mm. see. And yeah. that's been the biggest help. So. Can you talk about, um, you said you started in pastel, um, but you, you've moved on mm -hmm. to more complicated media now. Can you talk just run through your yeah. your process and your media sure i i started with shaped pastels oh the whore the all the dust like and, the, like know, the and wax ones the the sticks that you'd have to take the exacto knife and just shave the little bit of powder yeah. yeah i yeah yeah so and that's just so many i mean you talk about a lot of layers that's a lot of layers and then pan pastels came out sometime I think I discovered them around 2018, maybe. And, oh, they're like, I know some people don't like them, but they're just, they go on so much better. So I went to pan pastels and then you still get a little bit of grain with any type of pastel. So I started doing acrylic washes, very thin acrylic washes mixed with metallics in layers over sealed pastel. And then I started layering pastels, acrylic, pastels, and acrylic. I mean, it just playing with the two back and forth um, and kind of found a technique that I really like. It's, um, it's mostly those two. And then I add in colored pencil as well. Um, but the most important thing that I use in my acrylic blending washes is a gel, the folk art blending gel, which makes acrylics act like oil paint. Mm -hmm. so your drying time is much longer not like oils but you know you right. have instead of mm. you know instead yeah, of a it week works as an extender time. yeah and i'll sometimes use them so heavy you know that i have to let it dry overnight you know and i um but i that's kind of changed the way the pastels look and keeping them much smoother um I do use, and I've always said that they're my favorite. I use craft paints, <laughs> the horror. Um, <laughs> that's just the. I, I, I know, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> it's what I. I use um, a lot use. of craft paint myself. <laughs> yeah, it's what I used when I did the folk painting. Now, I like to say that I use upscale craft paint. So I use the ceramic coat and the folk guard. I've. Yeah. Um, so the nicer brands of of craft paint, but I like the little bottles. I like the consistency. I don't like using thick paint because um, I work on so many different layers, um, and I do like mixing in metallics with those as well. Um, and that's just it's like yeah, a I hot remember mess. when you went when you went plum crazy over metallics. You were like everything you did was like sparkly. <laughs> I know, well, I still, you know, I do like to add metallics into the main and tail. And yeah, I I like a little bit of pop, a little bit of glitter. There's nothing uh, wrong with it. Look, it's very flat don't horse too, don't let the haters tell you there's something right. wrong with it because there's not. I know. I remember when Vermeer came out there, like, oh, it's play. I'm like, it is. Sorry. It is. <laughs> Suck it up. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I know. 
Also, has no one ever heard of Shoshin? I know. I (laughs) used so much Shoshin on my real horse, but I've enjoyed enjoyed, kind of posting my process on Instagram. And I have that behind the brush with the, the little quick reels where people can see what I'm doing because I don't want anybody to think, number one, that they can't do it. Or number two, that they're secrets. Um, right. You know, I want everybody that tries to paint to be successful at it because gosh knows I have failed enough. So, you know, if you can see like a little video of either something good or bad, because the bad happens, you know, yeah. um, hopefully it will be helpful, you know, to to other artists. So we talked about some of your proudest accomplishments for Briar. Are there any other accomplishments that you want to talk about or is Briar just the end all be all? <laughs> that was pretty big. Um, that was pretty big. Also hosting the Circle C shows um, and using models as a way to actually raise money for a riding program. Um, that was pretty, pretty epic to be able to do that. Um, that's a fun show. Actually, I any of the, show. yeah, you know, and it was, it was different every year. Best mind was just crazy. And every year she just felt like it needed to be a completely different show, which was a lot of fun. Um, and we had a really great run with that, but anything that I've done, um, the mentoring of all the kids, you know, when yeah. I came to your shows, um, I yeah, why why do you think I trot you out for the kids every time I have a show? Like, yeah, I mean that's me. become really, yeah, it's that's become one of my really favorite things. Um, and other than that, like I feel like I've done so many fantastic things. Um, now I'm moving more towards the real horses, and the models are able to support the real horse and that's just i mean that's a whole thing of its own like what more could you want you know is let me paint a model horse to help pay for you know this upcoming horse show that i have or you know or 10 bags of cat it's incredible yeah yeah, and lots of cat food yeah there's that (laughs) (laughs) do you have any goals for the future i mean i know you took heather bullock's class right you took an oil class I did. So I, um, I'm always open to, to more work that Briar might offer. I'm going to throw that out there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to learn how to do other mediums. Um, and I, I'm struggling like a very beginner, you know, with the oils right now, but I, I will not be defeated. Um, it's keeping me humble. I set up my studio so that I could teach paint classes. So, and I have taught a few um, here at the house. So that's, that's kind of something that I'd like to do in the future is more of that. Um, And even some online stuff, if I was a little bit more tech savvy, you know, I could get a YouTube channel or something up just for showing how to paint. But right now it's all I can do to work Instagram and Facebook (laughs) and Zoom like this. I just learned how to work Zoom in the last few years. So, um, you know, I mean, maybe you can, always, you can always put those like Instagram videos onto YouTube. That's I know people do I, that. I have to figure out how to do that, Jackie. <laughs> I also have a teenage grandson, which I feel like if I asked him, I could. Yeah, he he be able to help. The He'll get you on TikTok and everything. I know, I know. So I that would I'd like to move forward with a more um, 
in teaching and showing how, and I love like question and answers, you know, like spot on, like you're painting right now. You tell me what you're struggling with and I'll tell you what my experience is with dealing with that struggle. Yeah. What advice do you have for new artists? Paint every day. Paint Mm. a lot. Um, Don't give up. Don't, don't throw anything out. I have in my entire life only stripped two models. Um, I just don't give up, you know, find another way to do it. Study work that inspires you. And, you know, like I say, don't ever think of it as copying someone. You you wouldn't want to straight up copy somebody else's work. But look at work that inspires you and keeps you interested to paint um, or push yourself. Like I always look at artists because there are so many artists that are much better than what I, or I feel like they're much better than what I do. And I use it as a push for me. Like, oh, look what they did. You can do better. Mm-hmm. So always push yourself. Um, take classes. There's everything out there now. There's YouTube, there's Instagram, um, you know, that you don't have to pay for. There's Patreons that you pay very little for. There are Zoom classes. Now that's just, you know, it's the Zoom class thing after the pandemic. Like that is that's been I'm a revelation. Had, yeah. I'm sorry we had to have yeah. a pandemic for that to kind of kick off, but that's been fantastic. And let me tell you, my art has elevated since the classes um between yeah. Karen Beeson's class and just learning how to look at things with a different eye and learning more about color mm-hmm. and seeing familiar patterns on different horses and the the things that are always the same within that pattern, the things that change, you know, it's just, there's more information than you can ever learn in a lifetime. Um, You know, so start learning because when you're first learning, you don't understand how all those paint patterns work, Mm -hmm. you know, like the, even a, a simple paint pattern, like Tobiano, it has things that never happen within it or, you know, or always happen within it. So Fill yourself with that knowledge, you know, so that you can paint accurate. Um, and then take take advice from other artists that are trying to help you and take critiques. Um, I used not to take them well, especially from my husband. Um, <laughs> but I've learned, you know, you sometimes know, he, <laughs> I don't want to hear. I know I'm like that with real writing, too. But, um, you know, it's sometimes something that you don't see. Um, and then let's see. Oh, most importantly, enjoy what you're painting and paint what you love. Um, I never have really understood the the buying a model horse just because you think it will show well. You know, paint what you love and enjoy it. And then it's got a little bit of love in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds corny, but I do like to have things that have like a good mojo to them. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. So before we close out, I want you to tell us about um, your cat factory. We don't make them. We just. Yeah, see, they don't them. make them. They just have them. <laughs> Different. Uh, uh, so we live in a rural area where spay and neuter is not a thing that people typically do. And I mean, on any given day, you can find a cat easily. Um, so we took in during COVID, we took in two feral litters and that's how we really got ourselves in the situation that we're in now. Um, 
rescued, I mean, um, went through a rescue with some help, found some wonderful homes for half of the kittens, the ones that weren't adopted, that were maybe, you know, their colors were a little bit more common. A couple of them had health issues. We kept, and typically if we keep them six months, like we're committed, like we've gotten attached. Yeah. Yeah. So we have the highest number we've ever had. It's alarming. We have 16. Um, <laughs> my husband is, I, it's insane. My husband's built two catios that attach to the inside of our house. And we have separate rooms for, we call them our herds for, you know, so there's not as much drama, but I mean, yeah. it is a commitment. We have litter boxes that we call cat stalls and you've seen my grocery cart i love to send you pictures when i'm buying cat food you know she's she's (laughs) like in the middle of the day out of nowhere i'll get a grocery and it's just piled with cat food or i'll get like a cat picture of stephanie on the couch with like six cats sitting on her like one's on her head we go once a month we used to do chewy but the poor mail delivery dragon cat litter to our porch <laughs> so we go we go pick it up ourselves and um but yeah it's a thing we have like a, a monthly rotation with the vet our vet is very good to us he understands what we're doing he really cuts us an enormous break on our maintenance and vaccinations and oh, all that's of that cool. but that yeah good. and the amount of cats that we've prevented being born just makes it all all worth it you know, do, you do your, you your, res- your rescue has a name, right? Clover and her crew <laughs> it's a Facebook page, and and Bud manages that. That's sort of his um, his raison d'être. Right, he has become the cat man. He is the cat. Yeah. Man. I, mean, I we would have forty if it were not for me putting the brakes on. <laughs> so. My husband is the same way. Like, oh. I know he's very involved um, in kind of keeping an eye out for the feral colonies and he stays in contact with rescue groups. I, I get too tore up about it. Like yeah. my heart cannot yeah. take it. So yeah, I, uh, I just have to take care of what's here at the house. And I have a couple, couple of local rescues on my page and I can't, sometimes I have to hide them because I, yeah, like I just, Here's here's Susie. Susie's been stuck here for a year. And, oh, oh, the, and you're just like, ah. yeah. yeah, I don't follow I know. that. Like, I can't. I I know that's smart, Jackie. I I get enough at work. Like, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, like, thank you for joining us. That was a really, yes. really great interview. We love you. And we're happy to have you finally. I don't know why I haven't had old John here before now. Yeah. It's because we just talk. We just, I know. You know. It's like the artists in your, you know, next to you. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe I should ask Stephanie to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've literally been doing this forever. So I'm, you know, I'm one of the oldies. We're the olds. So are we. We too. are the it's olds. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> we fine. are the olds. The olds. Thank you for having me, though. It's been fun. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see both of you in in uh, in March. In, for, in March? 
for Briar West. Like, because you're oh, doing. Oh, I'm excited. You're doing I'm Halter excited, for um, youth, and Jackie is doing the custom and the performance for youth. So you guys will be working together. Yeah, oh, nice. and I'm right. I'm dragging um, Emily out, who is now a model horse collector, apparently. Really, I love Emily. Well, she's in denial, but you know, she keeps on buying the collectors' club horses, and I think she's up to like three cabinets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She got it back. She's been sucked yeah. in. She's got it. She bought the Harkness for the uh, at Briar West. So she. <laughs> it's, it's happening. happening. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break and we will be back with Instagram in progress and to close the show. Mares in Black. All right, we're back with Instagram in progress. Our first artist is Kristen Taylor, who I yeah. saw her all over every podcast practically. This, this has been a cool video. I've yeah. been kind of like watching this in the back yeah. while we were talking. This is actually, this came out in August and I kept meaning to use it so I didn't, you know, delete it out of our saves. Right. But I, I kept having to bump it because there was more current stuff. Well, I finally said to heck with it. So she goes through the process of molding a resin. And yeah, it's step-by-step step like making the mold. Yeah. yeah. Putting the wires yeah, into, I mean, it's so cool. It's fascinating. Apparently there's a longer version of this on YouTube. Yeah. She's got a really, I say this every time she's got a really great YouTube channel. Mm. So that's our, that's our first link. Yes. Our second one is a link to Amanda Brock where she is um, doing a main and it's, a, it's it's an hour and a half worth of sculpting in like you know sixty seconds, but like the pieces that she has in here, she's got like a, a mesh armature that she's putting epoxy on, but there's pl- spots where she's detailing out where she just kind of like blops on some some epoxy, and then you can watch it turn into hair like as she's messing with it. It's fantastic. Yeah, this is going to be a cool whirlwind because she's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be nifty. Nobody, nobody does the fancy hair like Amanda. Oh no! You want some hair physics? You go talk to Ms. Brock. All right. The next link is DJ Duravians. Um, they are working on a side saddle. They are on a on a Cleveland Bay. On a Cleveland Bay, it's um, it's almost like there's no girth on it. Looks like it's almost done though for the saddle part. They've got yeah. the the leg holds and uh, it put together. It needs some detailing, but um, it's got a nice little uh, suede seat, and uh, there are both sides of it on the on the gallery. You can see with the billets and the and mm. the secondary girth strap hanging off. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, Kaladin and Jolie. I'm like, why? Why is my brain breaking? Uh, yeah. in, in various in various stages of dapple gray by heather bullock yes and i think what's what's actually particularly nice about these two horses that kaladin is a really warm gray and jolie's a really cool gray yeah and you stand them next to each other and you can kind of see that that's really cool fun fact that kaladin's mine <gasps> <laughs> you are so lucky that's going to be so nice yeah i'm i'm so excited i quick funny story i've always been in love with um the horse that mr rochester rides in the 2006 version of jane Eyre. 
um, okay. with William Hurt and Charlotte Greensboro. And it's a little chunky rose gray Andalusian that looks just like that. So I told Heather Bullock that and she watched the movie. <laughs> and she nailed it. It looks just like him. Oh, that's nice. And then finally, we have this piece by uh, this lady named Stephanie Blaylock. Yeah, who is this chick? Who is this chick? This crazy. is the, it's crazy. This is, what are we officially calling this mayor? Do we, does she have yeah, a name? What's the mole name on that mayor? This that is, you did this for is the, the standing, I think this is the, go ahead. Standing stock, stock horse, I think is what it's called. Yeah. So it's, it's Morgan Kilborn's, the standing mayor for Morgan Kilborn's mayor and full set from the premier club. Yeah. Last year, whatever it was called. Firefly. I'm not sure what Fire's calling it. Firefly and Hawkeye. Firefly and Hawkeye, yeah. So this is Firefly uh, in a lovely white dapple gray. White, well, white flea bitten gray. She has a very kind face. Yeah, she's gorgeous stuff. Yeah. Thank you. She looks very sweet. You know, if you talked about getting the faces right, I love her face. <laughs> she was the Circle C donation. Did she sell? She did. Good. I hope. I love her ears that she's got the fluff inside of her ears. <laughs> that's a really, that's a nice detail. I like the gradation yeah. on the mane. That's really nice. Mm. Yeah. All right. That is everything that's fit to print is for this show. everything? That's is it time everything. to close the show. It's time to close the show. Did I delete the show closing? I did. You did. But we so can probably fine. do it by memory. We know it. Because uh, <laughs> again, you should come join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash mares and black, or search Model Horse Podcast or Mares and Black. I guarantee you'll find us. Come hang out. We have a fun Discord. Uh we have Zoom parties once a month. In fact, we're having a nerd out uh hobby work, like, you know parallel play one which these are my favorite ones to do yeah. you bring a project you throw it on camera and you everybody works and chats and it's you know you have fun talks about their stuff talking. yeah it's yeah. coming up this sunday if everybody needs a break from food chaos yeah from the whole yeah. family thing yeah, the whole family uncle. thing get yeah. your projects back on track get your projects on, on if you going. want to subscribe to the podcast we are on apple Podcasts, amazon Podcasts, google Podcasts and spotify anywhere else you are peddled podcast subscriptions yes any any, any fun podcast purveyor <laughs> right you can also find us on let me see if i can get this all you can find us on facebook you can find us on on instagram you can find us on youtube in, or not no, you can find us on YouTube. Yeah. You can find us on TikTok in theory. You can also in theory find us on Twitch. Yes. And we're gonna have uh the alternate to um to Twitter Blue Sky because I have invitations oh, to Sky. that, but okay. it's not open yet, so I can't really do oh, it. Oh seriously, okay. Yeah. Blue Sky's right. still by subscription only, so I I'm on Blue Sky. I may yeah. just get an invite. Yeah. Cool. Um I think that's it. That's it, baby. Thank you very much, Stephanie, for joining us. Yay. Um, And uh, I think up next for the next podcast, we will have Heather Bullock come on the show and talk, talk, uh, talk about oil painting, which is a completely different thing than pastels. Oh, absolutely. All right. We were supposed to have her this time, but she ran away on a private jet. So. 
We're not. What is her life? We're not jealous. Like that's one of the questions we're going to ask her. Like, how do you rate a private jet? Yeah, we were going to do Stephanie in December, and she graciously agreed to pinch it since Heather had to go be fabulous on a private jet. (laughs) Anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. The Mares in Black Podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.